waves, my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. Hey, we are being blessed with our wonderful guest, Joe Gallenberger. He's been here on my show so many times, but he has so much to say, and I'm so excited that he he, he is here today. Um, he's got a lot going on. I know he did uh, Coast to Coast last night, so he's a little bit tired, but um, I'm happy he's here with us. Now, listen, if you don't know about Joe Gallenberger, um, let me give you a little bit of background. Uh, he's a clinical psychologist with over 30 years of experience. He is in demand internationally as a psychokinesis and manifestation workshop provider. As a senior trainer at the Monroe Institute, Joe created its highly successful M. C2 program. He developed the study, the home study, Syncreation, a course in manifestation, and has taught over 80 Inner Vegas adventure workshops. His books include Inner Vegas, Creating Miracles, Abundance, and Health, and Liquid Luck. The Good Fortune Handbook continue to receive rave reviews. Joe also has produced, I think it's going to be eight meditation CDs, because that's what we're talking about, um, and they're for healing and abundance. Um, Joe, welcome to High Road to Humanity today. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's holiday time. I, you know, it's actually a really good time for you to come on and talk about your new CD. It's called The Forgiving Heart. Yes. It's yeah. been out a few days, so it's hot off the presses. It's hot off, and it's a meditation, y'all. So that's what this is. But you know, um, and you say in the very beginning of this meditation, I want to ask you this right off the bat. You say put on headphones when you listen to this. Why is that? It's using a technology called binaural beat that puts a signal, one signal in one ear, like a hundred hertz, and a hundred and four in the other ear. Okay. And the brain will go into the difference of those four hertz in my example. And so that brainwave pattern is associated with very, very deep relaxation sleep. So we use uh, combinations of uh, many of these binaural beats to get to altered states of consciousness where you can go into deep meditation within 10 minutes or so. And that's very useful for doing deep work. Okay. Well, and I wonder that because I haven't been. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this right. But I wanted to ask you if it made a difference. So obviously it really does. So I need to yes, put on the headphones for this. Okay, cool. You know, I, this is uh, the forgiving heart. Um, obviously you felt there was a need for this. Um, I feel there's a need for this. Talk to me about why you developed this particular meditation. Well, my last couple decades of work in manifestations, psychokinesis healing, energy healing, all have indicated the best way to go about those is a very high, open-hearted energy. And uh, we have a lot of other things like liquid luck and that we've done addressing right. that. But it became apparent that most people are carrying at least a small, if not large, drag in their energy, uh, flex of distraction in their energy from things that they're holding 
where they feel uh, victimized, resentful. Um, sometimes they don't know personally, but they're having trouble forgiving an action of an entire culture. You know, go to Hitler, that example. Um, sure. And uh, so one of people say, well, logically, you know, forgiveness, we're defining. I want to do that as a release of all claim to resentment, to retribution, uh, to grant relief. But it does not include endorsement of what happened or condoning. Right. Right. And you're still actionable. You can correct what needs to be corrected. But there's a logic to forgiveness. You know, it, to me, forgiveness is true justice, and it ends the ongoing injury once and for all. It stops this circle of cause and effect. Right. You know, one village hurts another village, then they have to get even back and forth among individual peoples or among cultures. So forgiveness is logical. You know, if you uh, don't forgive Hitler now, he's dead 40, 50, 50 60 years. It's not going to hurt him. It just hurts right. you. Right. Same for ex-spouses and parents and things. So logically, it makes total sense, but it ain't easy to do. Well, that's what I was going to say, because here we are at the holidays and, yeah. you know, it's family time. Yeah. And it seems like and, and I hate to even say this, but it seems like family can be the worst a lot of the times. Much of our uh, love is there and also the conflict and things. Yeah. So I put this into beta testing last week and one of the Monroe trainers I was training with listened to it, came out with a big smile and said, Everybody's got to listen to this before the holidays. <laughs> and it's the idea, how would it feel to go into your family total, with totally clean energy, right. not holding anything from the past? How would it be to go into a marriage or relationship without holding anything from past relationships? So that's my hope. Uh, we gave it to a group up there for beta testing, uh, and people came out feeling that lightness. Um and also aware of much more of it, what they were carrying. Okay. Um, and so this, many of the things might be layers. Um, uh, yeah, drunk, I was gonna I, say, I, yeah, well, that's my question. So let me ask you this, and I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought here, but how many times do you need to listen to it? I mean, it's a process, right? How do yeah. you feel? Do you feel like if you listen to it a couple times because of the energy um, that you're putting into the the CD that it, that's going into our brain waves, or is it taking maybe 30 days, or what do you think? My um, guess is it will vary. Um, if somebody forgot your birthday, you know, that might be a 10-minute de deal to forgive that. Right. If somebody abused you severely as a child, uh, there may be more layers. But what we know is these deep altered states, people describe uh, it being near a miracle how much they can transform in one listening. Okay. Um, I was going to give you an example. When I was 21 years old, which is a while back, I was hit by a drunk driver on a and I was on a motorcycle. Okay. Put me in body cast and traction for over a year. Uh, one of the times I listened to this one now, I, I went back to that and forgave him. And strangely enough, forgave myself for my lack of timing, lack of intuition to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, different things like that. And, and I had a feeling like it was a lair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd done many work, much work on this issue before, but it felt like this uh, CD exercise or download picked up new levels. Uh, 
So my well, hope and here's is, the thing: you said, yeah. you said forgive yourself, but you have to forgive yourself on all these things, and that's what I've learned along the way talking to all you folks that I've had on my show. Um, it's it's not just forgiving the other person; you've got to forgive yourself. So uh, that's yeah. part of it, isn't it? In my yeah, mind, anyway. Right. There's some things you just know you have not liked what you did, and you want to forgive yourself. Yeah. Other times, uh, if somebody's harmed you, as you begin to forgive them. Often there'll be something coming up of you did have a role in it, even if it was a um, not being quite paying enough attention or being distracted or not speaking your truth enough or whatever it would be. Uh, but, you know, even a five-year-old child, if they're molested, will have guilt about not defending themselves. It's, it's false guilt. They really have right. to forgive, but emotionally you need to do that. The other thing that the exercise will do is after going through the forgiveness part, we invite you to go up to a higher level where of what we call unity consciousness, where all is in right order, uh, that there's really nothing to forgive. You got time for a little story? Nancy? Go ahead. Tell me okay. a story. Tell. So this is a true <laughs> story. Uh, my, we had a lot of trouble having kids, my wife and I. And finally, we adopted a child at a day old. She's now in her kindergarten class for her first play. Teacher is very uh, wise old one, so she gets a developmentally advanced kid to be the piper. The rest of the kids are mice. All I got to do is follow the piper off the stage, right? right? What could go wrong? So we're sitting there in the audience, a lot of noise behind the curtain. Finally, the curtain goes up, and it looks like 28 mice children about to be shot as they see an audience for the first time. Their ears are <laughs> this and their whiskers are wagging. And all of a sudden there's bedlam. They're running all over the place. Whiskers are falling off. Tails are falling off. They're getting ticked with each other. And I'm filled with love yeah. and pride of my daughter performing. And then I had this thought as I look at the other parents also looking at their children with love. And I think, ah, oh, this must be how God sees us. Yeah. Uh, and of course, in miracles says in the preface, nothing unreal exists. Nothing real can be threatened. Therein lies the peace of God. So this going to unity consciousness takes you to perspective where you realize you're an eternal, unharmable being. These events that cause so much turmoil here are about a blink of an eye. Right. And and there are ways to learn. Put it to perspective is what you're saying yeah, here. Yeah. So you, um, you get an opportunity to express emotion, let go of hurt, and then uh, and then also maybe see it from a higher point of view. And yeah. that hopefully will let you go on. Right. We got about one minute to break. Um, but I, it is hard, you know, and that's what I want to talk about when we come back. And first of all, before I, it, it's just hard to forgive people. Sometimes people hurt you so much and it's your family and it's just really hard to do. And, you know, you can say, let it go, or you can say, put them in a bubble and see them float, floating away or do the meditation. It's really a state of mind. You have to change your mindset is what I think. And maybe that's what this uh, meditation does is change the mindset. Is that right? We try, yes. That's what I'm thinking about this. Um, where do we get your meditation CD, Joe? Pretty easy website, forgivingheart.com. Oh, nice. So I like forgivingheart and then .com will take you right to the order page. 
Okay, that's awesome. We're going to uh, talk to Joe more about this, and we're going to get into the part of the meditation where you talk about activating your heart, um, and that's really where everything stems from is your heart. So I think that'll be a really good conversation. We're here today with Joe Gallenberger. He's been on the show several times. We have him back. We're so lucky to have him back, and this is a perfect one for Christmas. So if you guys are getting ready to go over to the family for holiday, maybe you should... Um, Go on to the website, and it would be the forgivingheart.com um, where you can get this CD and, and listen to it before you go to dinner. This is Nancy Hirot. We'll be right back. <laughs> we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you High Road listeners out there, I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and we're here today with Joe Gallenberger, and we are talking about his new CD. It's called The Forgiving Heart. And um, Joe, I want to talk about the heart part, because as I've done this show, I've learned so much from all of you um, experts. And what I've learned, and it sounds like since I listened to the CD that you have too, that it really, you have to activate the heart. You have to open the heart. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure, uh, Nancy. We're learning more and more. The HeartMath Institute is spending lots of time on how measuring how much consciousness is in the heart, how important uh, it is. Uh, in fact, uh, the heart reacts faster than the, the head or the mind uh, as things are coming up, and it tends to be where we get our 
intuitive impressions and things like that. So people say, oh, you know, forgive you things, love thy neighbor as thyself, open your heart. And a lot of people really, their heart may open if they see puppies on YouTube or something, but it closes again quickly. And if you've been hurt, it's really tough, that whole broken heart idea in our culture. So I did the first the CD, The Ocean Heart, to develop an right. image of the heart as a vast ocean of love. Right, and, and I have that right here, if yeah. anybody. I'm, I'm videotaping this, and I've listened to this one, The Heart Meditation. It's a meditation for healing a broken heart and facing the stresses of the world with inner peace by Joe Gallenberg. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this is a one of four in a heart, the heart series, Abundant Heart, Healing Heart, forgive, Ocean Heart, now Forgiving Heart. And um, so at the beginning of the meditation, the first thing that's done is give people some suggestions on how they might be able to open their heart. The binaural beats of technology meditation-wise is helping a person relax, focus, um, get out of their head, out of their ego. And then the verbal guidance uh, suggesting even saying something like, I am love over and over for 30 seconds uh, can shift you into a heart energy, thinking of something you love. Right. Uh, so we give tips for that and give some time in the meditation for the person's heart to become much more wide open. Once that has happened, then we can do some powerful meditation work. I love that. You know, and if people don't realize this stuff, this is all energy work that you're doing here. And um, I want to bring that up because the vibrations and the music that you have, you have tested, I'm sure, to go yeah. into this, um, this CD so that when somebody listens to it on the headphones that they're getting that vibration because sound is healing and sound can uh, change our, our vibration. Mm-hmm. The meditation is changing our vibration, and the uh, words that you're telling us on the uh, on the meditation change our mindset too. So it's a combination of the energy shift, isn't it? Yes, there's a lot of sophistication in it. We use 432 hertz tuning, where most Western music is 440, just because 432 has been determined as better at uh, soothing the emotional body, uh, right. help with hope and art. Um, so everything is working in tandem, um, including I put out strong intent uh, that these things are a benefit to people. And some people say before I even listened, there was kind of a glow to the link. Uh, right, right. That we live in an energy world. Um, but the world now is filled with so much political turmoil, shootings. I think it was 394 shootings already this year. That's mass crazy. shootings in the U.S. There's so much stuff that generates fear and generates desire for retaliation, and we gotta we gotta start dealing with that. It's different than um, uh, letting things go. We still need to be active about what we care about and make change, but right. we can't afford to carry the kind of uh, emotional uh, constrictions we're carrying, um, and so hopefully. The heart series, including this forgiving heart, will help people with that. Yeah. Well, this to me is the is the best one you've done because um, I've listened to the other ones, but this really gets down to the bottom line because no matter what, if you don't forgive people and you carry it with you, it can just be heavy on the soul. 
and the heart. And if you don't let it go and you don't know how to let it go, it just weighs you down. And I believe that's when people get sick and that's when their lives become kind of um, messed up because they've never let the these things go. It's like it's like carrying, um, you know, all these different people or different situations on your back. Do you, do you yeah, agree? That's, that's true. And if you keep thinking of somebody the same way, it's likely you'll behave the same way to them and they'll behave the same way back to you. So the cycle just keeps going. Uh, when you f forgive somebody, even if you've never even mentioned it to them that you did that, it's amazing how next time you see them, often they behave differently to you. Not well, everybody. Right. Well, right. Because when you change your energy, it changes their energy without them even realizing it. Yeah. 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 So, Isn't that crazy? Uh, it's powerful. Yeah. It's very powerful, and I love it. And, you know, that's why I really like your stuff, because um, we all need a little guidance. It, this isn't something that's easy to do. And you look at it from not just a spiritual aspect. You also look at it from a scientific aspect, which I think is really awesome. You know, we bring in psychology in and the latest to brain science and how we can uh, do things uh, uh, to really help. I, a lot of times, look at all the things they said in the Bible, you know, to be peaceful, kind, and gentle, and all of that. But there wasn't enough instruction on there how to do it. Right, right. <laughs> so right. now it's up to well, us. Yeah. Uh, and we're learning learning some ways. <clears throat> um, and I think, you know, maybe we should bring this up to Nancy. In most of us, about really strong trauma, there's a place I would call a guardian. It's a it's an energy in you to keep you from getting hurt again. Okay. And a lot of times the guardian goes, wait a minute, you're never going to forgive Uncle Jack. We have to keep our distance. Uncle Jack is an SOB, and, and it's part of your survival mechanism. And so you gently respect the guardian and talk to it and say, well, I agree. We, we want to be protected against Uncle Jack. But... Um, maybe there's more elegant ways to do it than we've been doing, which might have been just blaming him or avoiding him entirely or or telling everybody else what a lousy guy he is um, or thinking about him over and over and poisoning our day. So um, the guardian is a logical part of us. So when we say, you know, I respect you guarding me, protecting me, now let's try some new ways and you can jump right in if they don't work again. Uh, you, a lot of times, get the permission from inside yourself to experiment a little bit. And well, I have a question here on this one. Okay, so, so let's talk real life here. Yeah. So I've got somebody in my family that I just stay away from because, you know what, they're toxic. And you stay away from those people because when you get around them, their energy, whether you like it or not, is going to affect you. So what I've learned uh, over time is when there's kind of nasty people, I just distance myself from them. But you're saying, no, you don't need to do that, right? No, uh, some people are so toxic almost that they're evil, and I would avoid. Right. Okay. But if you, feel <laughs> if you feel yourself to overflowing with energy directly from source, and you're not needing anybody to approve of you or right. rescue right. you, right. then you're um, more protected against hooking into somebody who's toxic to you. Right. Um, and even sense of humor. Some people, like if they made a phone call to a toxic person, 
and that person always says, you'll never amount to anything good. Um, you are this bad thing and that bad thing. You can just name, name it. You can go, oh, they're using number one on me, now number two, now number three. And you get a perspective that you can listen and go, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't affect you. Right. Uh, but but I don't advocate continually putting yourself in harm's way energetically. Well, so, yeah, and that's what I think because uh, even your family and I and I go back to Jesus in the Bible, and I want to know your feeling on this because well, no, seriously, because you know um, a lot of people, uh, myself included, have family members that are just toxic, and you stay away from them. Um, but then I think I looked in the Bible, and Jesus had the same issue. His family didn't like. He went back. Remember when he went back? And they said, oh, you're just, uh, you're nothing. You're nobody special. Do you remember that in the Bible? Okay, I'll take your word for it. Well, uh, no, but he went back to his hometown where he grew up in Nazareth. Yeah. And, and they didn't recognize him of being anybody special. Yeah, they were like, yeah. And he walked away. Yes. Jesus walked away. So when I think about, you know, um, Christmas and, and everybody, you know, getting together and I don't like this person. And I don't like that person. I want to stay away from that person. I always think, well, what would Jesus think? You know? Yeah. And yeah, you bring in the light and you clear yourself and you have a different attitude. But I also believe that um, sometimes you need to walk away. I agree. Sometimes you do. Other times, you know, I got uh, three kids. Say right. if one of them has done something that was very hurtful in my eyes. I don't want to walk away from them. Right. It's hard because I, I don't can't. want that. I don't want that little piece to poison all the other loving relations we have with them. Right. Um, if I, you know, I've been married 20 years. In 20 years with somebody, they're going to do a few things to disappoint potentially. My right. wife, of course, never has. But <laughs> but I am with again, you. <laughs> you want to let that go so you can be fully there. Right. Um, so, yes, you know, the the tool of forgiveness, the technique of forgiveness, also for people who you do want to keep very close. And also, if you ignore somebody, walk away, um, distance yourself, then to make sure you're not still carrying them in your own head. Right. Uh, and you're saying if, it, if your kids do something, they're still your kids and you can love them, but yeah. you can protect yourself in a certain way but see that's when we close up our heart yeah so this is designed to uh you to be very protected but still have an open heart i love that and we've got about one minute to break and i want to talk about when we get back i think that's one thing i want to talk about because you can open your heart but it's hard to keep it open okay you know and i so i want to get your take on that you know and, and see how you feel about that because um, and I know from personal experience, I've had an open heart and then, you know, it, it's hard to keep it open sometimes because then you go back to that protective thing again. Um, anyway, we are here today with Joe Gallenberger. This is Nancy Yearout. He's got a new uh, CD out, you guys. It's called The Forgiving Heart. And this is a whole um, series of CDs. And Joe, they're the, the Healing Heart, the Ocean Heart. The Abundant Heart. The Abundance Heart. Okay. And The Forgiving and now, Heart. Okay. Giving her, yeah. I think I got them all down. Okay, cool. And we'll be right back. <laughs> be right back on High Road to Humanity. But make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. 
TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better, to create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up. The universe is speaking to you. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we're here today with Joe Gallenberger, and he's helping us learn to forgive with his new uh, meditation CD. And it's called The Forgiving Heart. And I've got more questions for you, Joe. You um, talk about the powerful light and the warmth in the heart. And I was asking you before we went on break, you know, once you do open your heart, how do you keep it open? Because we all seem to want to protect our heart. Yeah. So we touched on if you have a system of meditation or prayer where you're really bringing in the highest and finest energy from source, God, spirit, uh, that'll help. Surrounding yourself with the beauty of nature. Um, puppies and holding babies and things that have beauty to them and avoid all the news. You know, it used to be you could turn off all the broadcast TV and be okay, but now Facebook also is littered with political different opinions and and things. So you really have to watch your, in my opinion, your exposure to media or social creatures. Uh, and then in your real-life people social group, to hang with people who are positive and their energy can be very helpful. 
And, you know, if, if listening to beautiful classical music opens your heart, do it daily, uh, right. whatever it might be. Um, it becomes almost like a yoga f for your body would be, you know, have a yoga for your heart that 10 minutes a day anyway, you think of things you're grateful for. Uh, that tends to be very heart opening. Um, and uh, keep, keep it going. Right. Well, a lot of people say, and I've learned this over time, is uh, if you have a question, ask your heart, don't ask your head. Mm -hmm. And because your heart doesn't lie and your body doesn't lie. And so that's something that I've learned to do. And I bet you do, too. I just put my hand over my heart and just say, OK, what do you think? You know, and I get the answer from my heart, and not my head. Have you done that before? Yes. And uh, the one that I call the abundant heart, we do the heart opening first. And then once your heart's open, okay, now ask your heart what you'd really like to manifest in your life. And the list that comes up is so different than what our ego wants to manifest. And right. ego's saying, I want to get rid of this car payment. I got to do this. I'm that. Uh, I'd like to get a raise. Um, and the heart is often saying, take more time for yourself. Uh, you know, treasure your inner child. Um, forgive people. Uh, right. You know, a whole different list to what to manifest. And right. so it's good to go to your heart to really get some direction where you're going. And that. the mind is a beautiful thing. Um, the ego, too. It, it helps us, but it doesn't need to be dictator. Uh, right. And I think that's that's wonderful that you've done this because when people can get back to thinking, I think a long time ago, and this is how I feel, we did think with our heart. I think over time we have switched it to think with our head and think that we know more up here than what is in your heart. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Uh, again, I'm a, bi a big fan of balance, heart, right. mind, spirit, body. Balance, uh, yeah. all have good things to say and contribute. We're very complex individuals. Right. Uh, have all these parts. and uh, But in the fast-moving information age, um, you know, we've been raised survival of the fittest. That tends to put you toward your head to figure out how to survive. Um, Bruce Lipton's most recent work suggests in biology that really the prime directive is for the good of all. And that's a big difference than survival of the fittest. Right. And, uh, that one could be served better by heart energy. Right. Uh, so if we move along the path on the idea for, give, for the good of all, um, we do well and our families do well and our culture does well. So uh, hopefully we're going to turn the corner. That's the balance between the head and the heart. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah I think it's cool. Water, you know, you use a lot of water in your um, ocean, see, obviously in your ocean heart one, but you also use water, um, you hear the ocean in this uh, CD that you do. Um yeah. Uh, because we're made up of water and that's so soothing to us that you use the water or talk to me about that. I think um, it's, there's a lot of spiritual energetic to water or even have one called the abundance waterfall uh, where you imagine sitting under a waterfall of health or, yeah. or whatever. Um, so that water image real appeals to me. I'm actually a mountain man. I live in the mountains rather than on the ocean, but um, find water in all forms for most people to be something uh, very nurturing. Right. No, it is. And I...
I think, I think that's really cool that you do that. Um, and that's part of it. You know, um, I've got some notes written down here. Um, sending good energy to other people. When you're forgiving, you know, yourself or you're forgiving them and you're forgiving yourself, it changes the energy. Um, and, yet, and even though people don't say anything, they do pick up on that energy shift, I believe. Yes, I think most, you know. Yeah. Some people no, are very involved, you know, in a big uh, heavy drug scene or something and they're pretty unsensitive to anything else around, but most people are pretty uh, tuned into energy. Yeah. Right. I agree. Well, and um, you're breathing. Um, when you do breathe too with these meditations, the breathing also releases some of this negative energy as you're going through, or maybe the pent up or aggressive energy or whatever you had with that person that you're forgiving. So yeah. as you're doing the meditation, the breathing itself, I've really gotten into the breathing part of it because I've talked to so many different people and they're like, it's not the yoga moves, it's the breath, you know? And then I listen to yours and it's like, it's not all of that. It's not everything in there, but it's the breath. That's like a cleansing thing. Can you talk about that a little bit? The breathing. Yeah. So if we do that more consciously, then with the in-breath, you would inhale wonderful energy that one day it might be unlimited happiness with every breath. Just take in happiness and doing that even three breaths, you feel happier. Another day could be loving compassion or the color gold or red for strength or who knows. Right. But so you're conscious of taking in good energy on the breath. In, in breath and on the exhale have that intention to let go of anything that no longer serves right. uh, you and um so it doesn't have to be uh, it can be you know two hours of conscious breathing but even two or three breaths at the beginning of a meditation or before a challenging phone call or after a challenging visit at home uh just uh, breathe to remember to breathe. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to remember. And, you know, I've got my uh, Apple Watch, and I always chuckle because uh, it tells you to breathe. But you know what? It's really smart yeah. because every time that silly Apple Watch tells me to breathe, I really need to. And I'm like, does this thing know something that I don't know? Because it's it's picking up on me not breathing. You know? <laughs> I'm like holding my breath. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you can do it. You know, I wonder what you think about, you know, you bring in the light from God um, from above and you take it down through the crown chakra and through your body to cleanse. And I talked to a lady who was a shaman a few weeks ago, and I thought this was cool. And she brings it down uh, through her head. And then She's got, she visualizes two red balls at the bottom of her feet. And I talked about this in my last show, but I want to get your take on it. And then she loops that energy back up and sends it to God. So what she was doing is she can take the bad energy from somebody else or from herself. I just want to get your take on this. And she's taking it down. So I've been doing this. You mm -hmm. take the energy down, you ground yourself, right? Yeah. And then you take the energy back up. And the energy back up that I kind of don't want, that I want to get rid of, I give it to God. What do you think about that? I think that could be a very nice uh, process. Uh, in my feeling, pretty much anything that seems to be appealing to you um, and... Um, or to a given person as a way to become more conscious of energy as energy flow with the intention to bring in good and let go and release uh, things that are no longer uh, serving, that are immature, negative, um, constricted expressions of energy. Um, right. And uh, the yoga moves, the breathing moves, uh, 
Some people walk in the woods and with each step they leave behind uh, what they no longer want. And as the next step forward, uh, that foot goes there, they bring in something good in their lives. So the rear step is letting go and the front step is taking in new things. So you could make up an infinite number of these images, I think, um, but they can work very well. The key would be, do you feel lighter? Do you feel more energized, more balanced, calmer uh, after you do it? If not, you're either doing it wrong or do something else. Because, right, right, right. Well, no, I just... body will tell you. Right. Well, you know, when you have all this negativity, it needs somewhere to go. And a lot of people say send it to God, but sometimes you need to visualize sending it to God, I guess, is what I'm picking up from this more sure. than anything. You can say it, but you have to feel it like you just said. If, mm -hmm. if you don't feel it, then it's not working. So you can use Mother Earth, you, but it's, it's not good to dump trash on your mother. But um, oh, she takes as you it and makes it from, uh, you know, scraps into compost. If you ask permission and say, I'm going to send you some energy for transformation. Uh, yeah. Earth, Earth itself has great ability to, uh, if done respectfully, to transform energies for you. Uh, right. Ground yeah. it down into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. the... The way I would look at energy, I have an exercise that's free on my website called Abundance Waterfall, where we imagine things like um, all the feelings of lack or guilt or uh, victim in your life as a dead tree branch. This right, one, we got about and, one minute, but go okay, ahead. <laughs> as one, and then you take these dead tree branches representing the frozen energy, put them through a wood chipper, and then put oh. them under your abundance tree. And so, and you make the sound right through the chipper. And so it transforms the energy from one form to another. That works real well. And that, that's on your website, and that's the Abundant Waterfall. Yeah. Yes. No, that would be Abundance Tree. It's a written Abundant. exercise that they okay. can do, and I'm writing on my website. Okay, cool. Hey, you guys, we're here today with Joe Gallenberger, and you got to check out his website. I'm sure it's joegallenberger.com, um, but if check out his new CD. It's called The Forgiving Heart. So uh, that is also a website, theforgivingheart.com. These are really helpful. Actually, Nancy, I'm really going to interrupt you. It's yeah. forgivingheart.com, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. Okay. The website gotcha. is forgivingheart.com. Forgivingheart.com. Okay, we'll be right back. Back with the high road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. 
to hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Which U.S. state would you guess has the fastest talkers? Recent research by analytics company MarchX revealed that the nation's fastest talkers come from Oregon, Minnesota, Massachusetts, Kansas, and Iowa. What about New York, you ask? New York ranked near the bottom at 38, but New Yorkers do use more words. A New Yorker will use 62% more words than someone from Iowa who have the same basic conversation. What's another word for fast-talking? Tachylaya. America's slow-spoken or tardiloquent talkers were from North Carolina, Alabama, South Carolina, Louisiana, and Mississippi. What's a word for someone who likes to say the same thing over and over? A batologist. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Welcome back to High Road to Humanity, and we're here today with Joe Gallenberger. Hey, Joe, um, are you still doing the Vegas thing? What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, we are. Uh, We're going to have our 99th. Inner Vegas Adventure, February 8th, yeah, February 8 to 10. And there's still a few spots left. Okay. If you, uh, you go on my website, you can uh, find out, but mainly you need to make a phone call to me because we interview everybody. Okay. Uh, you want to give out your phone number? Uh, sure. That's uh, 828-698-4815. Okay. Uh, 828-698-4815. Okay. And uh, we're planning a big 100th party uh, oh, because wow. of doing this for 20 years with 99 workshops. I, I would love to imagine what a 500 people healing circle would be like or a yes. 500 people raising energy then going to the casino together. So we'll see what happens. That's my vision. But uh, it'll only be for people that have been before. So okay. if people want to go to that, they got to get to the first one. Um, so on so the Vegas thing. On, and like I was in Vegas at a remote viewing seminar recently. And yeah. spent the day on slots. When they left, I had two hours to play. They had a Royal Flush, which uh, pays uh, 4,000 units. So uh, on a 25% machine, it paid 1,000. Hit another nine uh, jackpots in that two hours. Wow. The trip before I hit, I think, 25 jackpots in a couple oh. hours. Trip before that, 19 jackpots. Wow. So it's still going strong. Uh, using all this hard energy really does work. Wow. Now, on the, I'm curious, on, the, um, on your Vegas thing where people sign up, and you say it's three days, is it like eight hours a day or five hours a day? or how? Pretty much nine to nine. Okay. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. Okay. There's a break, yeah, break in the afternoon, right. But we meditate, uh, talk together, go down to the casino. We have... Tables reserved just for us on dice. Right. Uh, two sessions a day on the second and third day on that. Okay. We send out a preparation manual. We get you ready for it, and we have a lot of fun with that. We've had people wake up second day workshop pain-free from post-polio syndrome, pain wow. first time in 20 years. Lots of healing, lots of manifesting goes on. The, the dice are just a feedback mechanism. Right. If you're, 
If you're in a loving heart, heart open space, you get rewarded with money. If you go to greed, fear, ego, the money goes away. Right. So quickly, it trains you to be in a good mental and spiritual spot. Right. Well, yeah, and I was telling you that I went to the casino and I thought about you and I visualized one of your deals and I won right away. And so I'm and, it, you know, even when my husband and I play cards, I don't tell him. Of course, he listens to my show. So now he's going to know if I say this. But um, <laughs> usually when we play cards, if I stay in an upbeat uh, frame of mind, I will win. It doesn't always work, but a lot of the time it works. If my energy is really high and it's similar to what I think you do in Vegas, you know, you yeah. keep the, the energy level high, right? Yeah. And no doubts about things. So. Yeah. Uh, I want to, yeah, I want to ask you something else on this, on your CDs, you know, when you get done, um, you say, so, so be it, so be it, you know, as a finale. Um, why? I think that for many people, those words have a spiritual association. Okay. And I like the, you know, it, these are done. I'm a licensed hypnotherapist in the past. Um, the, the, you know, rather than just think about something, go do it, be it, really embody it. So a shorthand okay. for all that is so be it. Um, and it's, it's almost like an amen. Um, right. Right. Hmm? I just wondered, I thought that was, uh, that was kind of cool that you did that. And I was like, I want to ask Joe why he does that. Um, and I kind of thought that was why, but you never know. And so I had to jot down, in a, I jot down a few more questions here um, about uh, the holiday season and going to the homes and so uh, visiting people. And, um, you know, we always hold on to the hurt and, and we try to go in there with a good attitude. So if we do your meditation and we bring some light in from God and then we go into Christmas dinner, we should make it through, right? <laughs> You have a little help uh, from your friends. Huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, I start with, do you want to go? You know, sometimes it, it's such a bad ritual, uh, it's better not to be there. But if you're going to go, then, you know, be aware of your own energy, have a sense of humor, uh, think, you know, know that you're not walking in their shoes. You know, somebody who's cranky, you don't know what they dealt with in the last week or month. Um, and hopefully the family bonds are strong enough. But I don't believe just because you have the same genetic blood in you right. that you've got to love each other uh, and like each other at the same time. Uh, we uh, It's amazing. My family had five children, and we're all very different. Right. And so we have to agree not to talk about religion, not to talk about politics, not to talk about seven or eight other topics. Oh, and Really? Yeah, but sometimes we're left with the weather and the beauty of nature and things, but uh, uh, that's okay. Well, that's kind of cool that you guys do that because um, at least y'all get together and and still you know do that um, you know little ritual. And I don't know, my family was always really close. Um, my dad has passed, as you know, so it's not the same as it used to be. Um, you know, everybody used to congregate. It seemed like at my parents' house, and all the aunts and uncles would come, and all the the cousins and everybody, and it would be such a big thing. And as you get older, you know, everything changes, um, and you start yeah, and you kind of create your own and things are not like they used to be it used to be um you know everybody really got together at the grandparents house or the parents you know that kind of thing and it's not really like that anymore um people it isn't you know i my parents yeah. are both they're gone 
now, uh, rather than meeting with my brothers and sisters, we are the uh, focal point in all the right. grants that's come to our house. Yeah. And, um, and that's fun because, you know, they were over the other day and a two-year-old and a five-year-old watching a Christmas tree and yeah. all goings on. They really have that enthusiasm. <laughs> well, and I'm with you. It's about the kids and, and I'm with you completely because uh, I have grandkids as well. Uh, we have three and um, they are really what Christmas is all about because uh, they believe they're still young enough where they believe and it's really cute. And uh, I, I had the opportunity to get to go uh, with my grandson. He's five to see Santa Claus, you know. And so he climbs up on the guy and the guy looked just like Santa Claus, you know. So we get there and we're standing there and he, he goes and he's not afraid. So we're like, okay, cool. You know, and he gets on his lap and he says, what do you want for Christmas? And he said, I want all the toys. <laughs> Yeah. And Santa Claus was like, wow, have you been a good boy? And it was really cute because he went through the ritual and everything. But those, the reason I'm bringing this up is those are the moments yeah, that really, so yeah, that you remember down the road, you know, um, from the holidays. And those are the moments, you know, we, we forget why we have Christmas. It is the birth of Jesus. And uh, it is uh, a big deal for a lot of us Christians out there. And um, I always like to bring it back. I do say Merry Christmas. Um, I'm not, I'm not one of these, uh, happy holiday people, <laughs> yeah. you know, just because, you know, and it, it says like up on the church, Christ, we wouldn't have Christmas. And so I think a lot of times we forget that we forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, the, uh, the symbol of a newborn birth is, you know, has all that hope and freshness and newness and innocence there and uh, that's a very powerful archetype yeah well yeah exactly because it's um yeah you don't have when when kids are little they're innocent and they don't have the uh opinions and and they're they say they say out of the mouths of babes they say things that are true and you know and the kindness is there and so if we could be more childlike i guess that's a wonderful uh, analogy that then we would be more kind to each other it seems like we get older and we get a little grumpier joe <laughs> you lose our sense of wonder we had a four-year-old come over our house and she looked at the tree and she said that's ginormous and and, uh you know and just uh get that sense of miracle back because there's tons of miracle just in the human hand well yeah and you know that's one thing i will say and i like you know we have to have hope and we do have to have faith. And when it comes down to it, you know, I, I love all the meditations and everything that you do. And as long as we have an open heart, which this is wonderful that you've done this um, to help people. And as long as we have faith in a higher power, um, I think that is, you know, and faith in that things will be the way they want. We want them to be because it's the positive attitude and the positive energy that bring us what we're looking for. Yeah, you got Hope creates visioning of the positive and then then take action. You know, if that action is to make the forgiving heart CD, if that action is to uh, do a kind thing to a stranger, if that action is political, whatever it is, but move in the direction. If we, you know, if we all move a little bit in that direction, we'll be a lot closer to it. 
Well, yeah, and I think the whole deal is that we're all trying to get there. And the more of us, um, the work that you're doing, the work that I'm doing, the work that I see a lot of people doing out there is to help raise our consciousness, to help, you know, once one person consciousness raised and changed, changing their energy field changes another and changes another. And it just, it's a ripple effect is what I see. And I really think we're, we're making some headway out there, Joe. Okay, good. Keep do you feel that way? Do you feel like you are? I, I do. You know, I, I, get, I think, again, there's a lot of energies uh, that are in turmoil, a lot of polarity right now. Uh, but I still feel, you know, bringing back the grandkids, I feel good about their lives. That right. I think we're going to turn it around. See, I think the same thing. And I think that's what we're here. And that's why we're doing this work. So that when we leave that, maybe, no. For sure, this will be a better place for our grandkids because that's what we're looking for here is a better place for the people, you know, that we leave behind. Hey, um, Joe, thanks for coming on today. You're always so enlightening. My pleasure. Yeah, I mean, you always teach me so much. And um, I hope you'll come back. And I'm really considering coming to Vegas. I hope you guys will, will go to Vegas with Joe. It's going to be February 8th, 9th, and 10th, right? And yeah. it's a three-day seminar. You guys can join him there. And it's life changing and so that's why i'm thinking about doing it um this is nancy you're out your host uh joe thanks again for coming on and i wish you i'm gonna tell you merry christmas yes merry christmas to you <laughs> it's a holiday season we have to say merry christmas and um anything you want to leave us with just remember fear is expensive love is priceless choose wisely have a wonderful holiday there you go. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. All right. This is Nancy. You're your host. Have a love and hope for our future. Thanks. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.